Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. We are thankful and blessed to be in your presence this afternoon. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for all these days that we have been here as you have kept us as a church. Father, indeed, we have seen your hand upon our lives. We have seen, O oh Lord, how you have preserved our going out and our coming in. We are thankful, O oh Lord, for your goodness and for your mercies. We are thankful for your provision, for protection. We are thankful, O Lord, for the people that you have sent into our lives. O Lord Almighty, as we come before you this afternoon, let the Spirit of God have his way. We say, speak to our hearts. Change us. Transform us. Father, I pray that you will give us access. Let us have access to your heart. In the name of Jesus, cause us to know your ways and understand you. And cause us to lift our step with you one level higher. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord as you take your seats. And you may be seated. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Do you want to know about a wonderful church? I think it is important. I think it is important to know about the church that you belong to. Hallelujah. It is important to have knowledge about the church you belong to. And it helps to flow. Amen. It helps to flow. Unless you develop roots, unless you develop roots in the church, a time will come. Are you with me? I want there, be, I want there to be a very minimum movement, please. Unless you develop roots and knowledge about the church that you belong, unless you have deep understanding of the church, a time will come when you will walk away from the church and you will not belong to the church anymore hallelujah unless you have roots amen. amen but these roots these roots developing these roots they come by knowledge hallelujah until you have certain knowledge you will leave until you have certain knowledge certain things will drive you away hallelujah and so I think it is important that we also acquire knowledge about our church. Hallelujah. You know, there's a scripture in John chapter 6. 
John chapter 6, and verse, let's read from verse 53. John chapter 6 and verse 53. You know, Jesus was ministering to his disciples. He was preaching to his disciples. And the Bible says, verse 53, Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. He says, For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Hallelujah. Now, if you go to a church and a pastor is preaching like this, you know, if you go to a church and a pastor is preaching like this, you may not like it. You know, the pastor is saying, my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. And he says, he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. Hallelujah. You see, When Jesus was preaching like this, the Bible says that some of the disciples were offended. If you go down to verse 59, it says, These things said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Amen. He was preaching this message in the synagogue. And verse 60 says, Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, This is an hard saying. Who can hear it? Hallelujah. They said, this is an hard saying. This is too much. What kind of preacher is this? We've not heard of a thing like this before. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew, when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at at it, he said unto them, Doth this offend you? Does this offend you? Do you see? So it means that they were offended by the message. They were offended by the message. Now you are not offended to hear something like this. Because you have acquired certain knowledge about who Jesus Christ is. You have certain knowledge today about who Jesus Christ is. So such a thing may not offend you. Hallelujah. So he says, does this offend you? What? And if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before. Then he said, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. Hallelujah. He said, there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. Do you see? So there were many people in a church. There were so many people in a church. But he said, there are some of you that believe not. He was not preaching to the unbelievers outside. These were people who were in the synagogue. But he said, there are some of you That believe not. And he said. Therefore said I unto you. That no man can come unto me. Except it were given unto him. Of my father. 
from that time, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Hallelujah. He says, many of the disciples went back and walked no more with him because of the message, because of what he preached about, because of what they were doing. They were not used to this kind of church. They were not used to this kind of a pastor. And so many of them left. Then Jesus turned to the other ones. Verse 67. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Will ye also go away? Jesus turned to the other disciples who were left. And he said, Would you also leave? Would you also go away? Peter said no. Peter said no. Now Peter said no because he had acquired certain knowledge. He said something very, very profound. He said no. We are not going because he had acquired certain knowledge. Jesus said, would you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. You have the words of eternal life. He says, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we believe, we believe, we believe and assure that thou art that Christ. The son of the living God. Because a certain knowledge has come to him. Because he has acquired certain knowledge. He says, where are we going? Everyone will leave, but I am not going. This that you are preaching does not offend me because he has acquired certain knowledge. Hallelujah. Unless you acquire certain knowledge, you cannot say a thing like this. You cannot be committed unless you acquire certain knowledge. He says, to whom shall we go? Who else? What else is there to look up to? What other church should we go to? Because I have observed and I have listened and I have realized that you are the son of the living God. You are the Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 10. Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 10. You're going to preach for a short time. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 10. I'm reading this from the New Living Translation. It says, Paul was speaking to Timothy. He said, But you, Timothy, certainly, certainly know what I teach. You see, unless you acquire certain knowledge, you will not be committed. Unless you have certain knowledge about a thing, you will not be committed. He says, but you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose in life is. 
You know my faith. He says, you, Timothy, you in particular, that is why I am writing this to you. He says, you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose in life is. You know my faith, my patience, my love, and my endurance. You know how much persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. But the Lord rescued me from all of it. Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil people and imposters will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. Evil people will come, they will deceive others... And themselves, they will be deceived. But you, Timothy, you know my manner of life. You, Timothy, you have acquired certain knowledge. You, Timothy, you have certain understanding. You, Timothy, you have acquired certain knowledge about this church. You have certain understanding of what we do. You know what we are about. We know what our mission is. You know what our vision is. He says, you, Timothy, you certainly know. He says, but you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You must remain faithful to the knowledge that you have acquired. You must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. Hallelujah. You know that you can trust those who taught you. Hallelujah. I say without knowledge, you cannot continue in any relationship. Without knowledge, you will not be able to continue even in a marriage. Hallelujah. If you don't have knowledge about the person that you are married to, you will not continue in the relationship. Amen. If you don't have knowledge about the person that you are married to, you will see phone numbers on his, on his phone and you are troubled. But if you have knowledge about the person that you are married to, no matter how many numbers coming from how many women from the church, you are not troubled. Hallelujah. You see, a lot of you call me on my phone. Amen. A lot of you call me on my phone. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of you, especially the women. Women have issues, and they will call you about their issues. Amen. They text you. They send a list of things that are troubling them, and back and forth discussions. Do you see? But you see, because of the knowledge that my wife has about me, such things will not trouble her. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, unless you have certain knowledge about a person, you cannot trust the person. Hallelujah. Unless you have certain understanding of the person. You see, our lack of knowledge about God, our lack of knowledge about who he is, and our lack of knowledge about his ways has caused a lot of frustration in our work with him. Hallelujah. 
our lack of who he is, our lack of his way, our knowledge of his ways, has caused a lot of frustration in our lives. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, because we don't know the God that we serve. Isaiah 55 and verse 8, he says, he says your, your thoughts are not his thoughts. Do you see? If you look at the scripture, it says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts. Now, you need to know this. If this is the God that you are serving, you need to understand that this God, his thoughts are not your thoughts. Your way of thinking is not the way he thinks. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. He says, for as far as the heaven is above from the earth, so are my ways from your ways and my thoughts from your thoughts. Hallelujah. And so when you have knowledge of this, when you come to understand that this is the God that I am serving, then you realize as you planned the day to go this way and it didn't go that way and you prayed, you prayed, then you know that the way you were thinking is not exactly how God is thinking. Hallelujah. And it takes the frustration out of your life. And it makes you persist and continue to serve him. Even though you prayed about the issue. Even though this was the man that you were praying about. And this was the man that came. And the one that came does not look anything like the one that you were praying about. Hallelujah. The man you had in mind is nothing like the one that you have. You prayed about a certain structure. You prayed about a man who is, five, who is six foot two and with six packs and with a, with, with, with a degree, with three degrees, works with this corporation and drives this kind of car. But the one that you have is not anything close to this, but you prayed about it. You prayed so much about it. But he said that your thoughts are not my thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways. So as you are praying, that is not what he was going to give you. Hallelujah. Accept that you have knowledge. Hallelujah. I say accept that you have knowledge. Amen. When you have knowledge about the God that we serve, he says that every good and every perfect gift, it comes from above. If you have understanding of the God that we serve, James chapter 1 and verse 17. He says, every good and perfect gift, it comes from above. It comes from the God of light, in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good and every perfect gift is coming from this God. So if you know that this is the God that I'm serving, now you will never look for any gift that is not coming from above. And he says, in whom there is no variableness, that means that he will not vary for you. He's not going to vary it. There's no variableness because of you. He's not going to change. If you are going to receive a good and a perfect gift, it's going to come from above. Michael, do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Hallelujah. It's going to come from above. And when we don't have knowledge, he says that his people perish. He says, when we lack knowledge, 
the people perish. Hallelujah. But I am your pastor. And knowledge is preserved. If you are still my sheep. Hallelujah. The devil knows the value of staying in the father's house. So he will cause you not to have knowledge. He will cause you to lack knowledge. Hallelujah. The devil knows what it means to stay in the father's house. So constantly he will bring into your mind, he's bringing to your understand, he's bringing things into your mind to give you all the reasons to leave. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And I can tell you, even if you live with half of the father's possession, even if you live with half of the father's possession, you will still go poor. And the devil knows that. I say, even if you live with half the possession of the father, there were two sons in the house. One said, divide the goods that belong to me. And even if you will live with half of the possession of the father, you will still go poor. Hallelujah. And it's the deception of the enemy to give you that mind and say there is something else better that you can live to. Hallelujah. But if you stay, he says, if you stay, if you stay, it may look as though you are not getting anything. It may look as though it will be better if you were to take half of it and go. It may look as though there is better life out there. It may look as though you can have your freedom and you can do this and you can do that out there. But he says, if you stay, he says, all that I have are thine. If you stay. He says, all that I have are thine. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Amen. So it is... The devil's, the devil's plan to feed you with certain knowledge that is contrary to what the church is about. And he will always bring things in your mind that will give you every reason to leave. Hallelujah. So in order to help you continue with the relationship that we have with the church, and I mean Lighthouse Chapel International, I want to give you a few things that you will keep in mind that I believe will help you. Would you want to know? Wonderful. At the end of the service, I'm going to show you a video. A video. A short video. Number one, our church is a worldwide church. Over 1,700 branches in more than 70 countries. Lighthouse Chapel International is over 17 is over 70 countries, is found in over 70 countries, and currently we are more than 1,700 branches. It's a blessing to belong to a church like this. It's a blessing to have the ability to attend a church when you go to Dubai. It's a blessing that you'll be able to attend a Lighthouse Chapel International when you go to India or when you go to China or go to Madagascar or go to Kinshasa. In Kenya, it is a blessing. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, and ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria 
and unto the outermost part of the earth. Hallelujah. We are not where we ought to be, but we are happy where we are today. Hallelujah. And it is a sign that the blessings of God is upon his church. Amen. Amen. By the grace of God, the church is moving to everywhere that the Lord will lead us. And we are, it is our mission to fulfill the scripture. Hallelujah. And you are also part of that fulfillment. Amen. Number two, LCI is a church in which the work of God is being done. LCI, or Lighthouse Chapel International, is a church in which the work of God is being done. The work of God is being done. Amen. It is a blessing to belong to a church where Christ is preached. Hallelujah. John chapter 6 and verse 28. John chapter 6 and verse 28. He says, Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? What shall we do that we might work the works of God? And verse 29, Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God. This is the work of God. That ye believe on him whom he had sent. Hallelujah. Now, this is a church that believes in Jesus Christ. We believe that he is the son of God. We believe that he is the son that God sent to us. Hallelujah. And Jesus says, this is the work of God. It is a blessing to believe. It is a blessing to belong to a church where the work of God is done. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 2. When Paul, after Paul returned from Mars Hill, after he, was, he had risen with philosophers, after he had argued with them, he opened up and he mentioned Christ and the resurrection. And they said, we will hear you afterwards. He says, we will hear this afterwards. And they left him. So when he came back to the church in Corinth, when he came back, he says, for I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, for I determined not to know anything about you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Hallelujah. Amen. Lighthouse Chapel International is a church that believes and our mission is about Jesus Christ and him crucified. It is a church where the work of God is being done. Number three, Lighthouse Chapel International is a church where the pastors are not deceived. It's a church where the pastors are not deceived, especially as far as money is concerned. It is a church where the pastors are not deceived, especially as far as money is concerned. Now, money is one of the main reasons. Did you get that point? Lighthouse Chapel International is a church where the pastors are not deceived, especially as far as money is concerned. Hallelujah. And I will say one of the main reasons for church breakout, for churches to divide, is a result of money. Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 10. 
The Bible says the love of money, it says the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. Now, the Bible is not saying money is the root of all evil. Money is not the root of all evil. Money answers all things. Money is good. Without the money, the gospel cannot be preached to the poor. Without the money, the gospel cannot go far. Money is not evil. But he said, the love of money is the evil. Hallelujah. It is the love of money that is the evil. We need you understand the word of God. It is the love of money. Beloved, do not love money. He says, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some converted after, they have erred from their faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Don't desire, don't let it be your hard desire that you want to be rich. Do not make it a point in life that you want to be rich. A goal in life that you want to be rich. Hallelujah. Desire to know God. I say desire to know God. The Bible says he is the one who gives you the power to make wealth. Hallelujah. And by the grace of God, Lighthouse Chapel International, we have pastors who are not deceived by the root of this evil. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, I say this all the time, we, are, we have more than 1,700 branches and more than 95% of the pastors are lay ministers. Means they are not paid for what they do, including myself. And we do this for the love of the work. We are not paid for what we do. Hallelujah. And it is by the grace of God that we are able to do what we do. Amen. We believe in the lay ministry. See, I'm sharing these things with you because I believe that most of you are going to become pastors. And I'm sharing this with you that this should not be the reason for which you will enter as a pastor in this church. This will not be a reason. You see, one time, the bishop was sharing a message. And um, in, um, well, this was a pastor's meeting. It was a pastor's meeting. Um, and um, there was a message that he was preaching. And I want to just give you an extract of this message. You know, just listen to this. You see, because some people hear these things and um, they wonder if that is the case, if this is really the case. But I want you to listen to this. Maybe I'll try. I'm not a high tech, but um, I will try. This was um, a message about um, purpose. Purpose. And he was talking about purposes. Purpose of a pastor, purpose of a lay pastor, purpose of a full-time pastor, purpose of this, purpose of a church, purpose of wives, purpose of this, purpose of shepherds. And this was about the purpose of lay pastors. And now you listen to this. Let's see. I'll try. In Switzerland at the pumps, and even paying uh, transport, go camp, go camp. We don't do that, and that was an exception. We don't, we don't do that anymore. Any person in Switzerland who doesn't want to go at his own 
especially. Kindly lay down his Bible and just be in a, the nearest church. As an usher or whatever it works, you can do there. You go in there. That's all. Yeah. Are you listening to me? So, a lay pastor is somebody who is not paid transportation. And I want to say that even one day, if I'm not around, I will tell you a sign of the corruption of this church is when lay pastors are paid. Even the smallest amount of money. If you, you just mark it. If, you, if I die before you, remember, if you are still in the church, that I told you this particular sign. That it is the sign that the church is going off course. That lay pastors are paid even transport any form of money or whatever for the work that they do. Because the essence of being a lay pastor is that you are volunteering your help that the church has not got the need to pay for Hallelujah. Now, do you understand this? You see, and this is a blessing. This is a blessing, and I believe it is because of this blessing that the church has gone so far. It is because of this blessing that the church has so many branches, and we deem it a privilege. Come, come to think about it, that you, you are privileged to have your work, you work, and you earn your money to take care of yourself and your family, and you are able to do the pastoral work. It's such a wonderful blessing. It is such a wonderful blessing that you are able, you see, because in other churches, you can do that. In several churches, you can do that. So it is a blessing, it is a blessing to me to be able to work and money to take care of myself and my family and still be able to pastor a church. It is a great blessing. Because you see, you have no idea the blessing that I get from pastoring the church. It cannot compare to any amount of money that will be given me. Do you understand? Now this, this that I, I, I just played to you to hear, it is not to, it is not to make me look mobile to you. It is not to make me look like, oh, so he does all this travel without pay. So, oh, maybe we should come together and, you know, God, that is not the idea. That is not the reason. The Lord has blessed me. Hallelujah. I am telling you that for the work that I do, as I volunteer my time and my energy to do the work of God, he blesses me. I say he blesses me. Amen. He blesses me. Oh, I cannot begin to, we will not have time, begin to number the blessings of God upon my life. Hallelujah. I see, I see that God's blessing is upon them that do his work. Oh, yes. You will not taste the blessings, you will not taste of it unless you put yourself in it. There is so much blessing in doing the work of God. The Lord has blessed me immensely. Oh, I am telling you that God has blessed me. 
Amen. You see, some of you, when we talk about blessings, the only thing you are, look, you are looking to see, I have a fat wallet, you know, and my battles. No. That I am living to be here today is the blessings of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. God has blessed me. Oh, yes. God has blessed me immensely. Hallelujah. So, it is a church where the pastors are not deceived. Amen. You see, the root of all evil is the love of money. Let, let not money enter into your heart. Hallelujah. There's a scripture in Psalm 60 and verse 10. Give it that in the New Living Translation. Let me show you something. It says, Psalm 60 and verse 10. Psalm. I believe it's Psalm 60. Have you rejected us, O God? Will you no longer march with our armies? I believe it's probably. It says, oh, please help us against our enemies for all human Help is useless. Hallelujah. You see, all human help is what? Useless. All human help is useless. Desire, he says, that is why the scripture says, he says, cursed is he who put his trust in man. Do not put your trust in man. Do not put your trust in your husband. Do not put your trust in your wife. Do not put your trust in your boss. Do not put your trust in the one who makes decisions concerning your salary. Put your trust in God. Because he is the one that will help you. Hallelujah. He's the one that will help you. Amen. Number four. Lighthouse Chapel International is a church where more prayers go on to break the prince of the power of the air. Lighthouse Chapel International is a church where more prayers go on to break the prince of the power of the air. Hallelujah. To break the prince of the power of the air. I read Psalm 101, Psalm 101 and verse 7. Psalm 101 and verse 7. It says, I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my presence. My daily tax will be to fret out the wicked and free the city of the Lord from their grip. If we read from the NIV, it says, my daily prayer, it says, he will pray, it says, he will, it says every morning I will put to silence all the wicked in the land. I will cut off every evildoer from the city of the Lord. You see, this is why we pray every morning. It is a church where we pray every morning. Hallelujah. We pray every morning. Do not exclude yourself. And many wonderful things are happening to the lives of people from the prayers that we pray. Because of the prayers, there are powerful miracles. Hallelujah. I said there are powerful miracles that are happening to people's lives. You see, the reason why you don't experience the miracles is because of the evil that is in you. Oh, yes. It's because of the evil that is in you. You know, there were two groups. There were two groups. There was a group. There was a group where when he came, he could do no miracles. When he came to Nazareth, he could do, he could do no miracles. But in Bethsaida, in Bethsaida, there were mighty miracles being done. Hallelujah. There were two thieves. 
on the cross, there were two thieves. But there's one that believed. And that one was saved just before he died. And there was one who did not believe. Amen. There were ten virgins. There were half of them that got in. Another half could not get in. Hallelujah. The microphone is very low. I find myself shouting. Hallelujah. Powerful miracles are happening. You want the people who will be coming, sharing their, their powerful testimonies with you. You will see the things that are happening. Number five, Lighthouse Chapel International is a church which generates large crowds. We generate large crowds. We may be a small branch. We may be a small branch, but when we gather, we are a large crowd. There are many, many small branches. Hallelujah. So, you belong to a very big church, though your branch appears to be this size. Hallelujah. That is why we branch out. We go out because once we have many, many branches, it makes us a big church. That is why from this church, we have a branch on Long Island. Just from our branch church. There's a branch on Long Island. From this church, we have a branch in Albany. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Now we have a branch where? Mount Vernon. Do you see? And there's someone from here who went to help start a church in, in Texas. Do you understand? And so you see, if they had not gone, we would not have branches there. That is why we branch out. And we branch out also to prevent familiarity. As you sit here and sit here and sit here. You see, people give powerful testimonies, but offense comes. And because of familiarity, you see, you see it so clearly when the offense comes. You see, when there's no familiarity, offense may come, but you will not magnify it. Do you understand? You will not magnify it. But when there's familiarity, then offense comes and it breaks us. It breaks the memory. The, more, the longer you stay here, you start criticizing when you are not doing anything. But as we branch out, we increase. Hallelujah. Amen. Number six, Lighthouse Chapel International spends millions of dollars in evangelism. Lighthouse Chapel International spends millions of dollars in evangelism. That is Healing Jesus campaign. It spends millions of dollars in evangelism. Healing Jesus campaign. It is a unique among several churches. This healing Jesus campaign is unique among several churches. You don't find many churches involved in this mass evangelism. This is what we are involved in. Your church is an outgoing church. Hallelujah. You don't like my message. Oh, I'm preaching a good message. You see, for the lack of knowledge, the people will perish. If you don't understand this, and I begin to raise funds, you leave. Amen. So we, raise, we, we, we spend millions of dollars in evangelism. Hallelujah. Now, a church whose mainstay is evangelism is different from any other church. I hope you understand that. If your mainstay is to go to the outermost part of the world, you are a different church. You are a unique church. Hallelujah. Today, it is one of the main churches, the, one of the main churches worldwide which is involved in mass evangelism. 
Lighthouse Chapel International. It's a good place to clap for Jesus. It's involved in massive evangelism, especially to the poor. Especially to the poor. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 2. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 2. It says, when John heard in prison what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples and said unto him, Are thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Are you the one that is to come, or we should look for another? Should we look for another? Should we expect another Messiah? Now, this is the sign that Jesus gave to him, that the Messiah is here. That the Messiah is backing us. He says, Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. He says, Go and show John those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel. Preach to them. Now, this is a sign that the Messiah is with you. Hallelujah. And Lighthouse Chapel International is involved in exactly this. Hallelujah. Amen. So, when you give, when you give, I want you to understand, this is where your funds go to. This is what you fund. And when you are funding a cause like this, understand that Christ will be with you. Christ will back you. Hallelujah. Jesus will be with you. He said, a sign that the Messiah is here is that the blind receive sight. The lame is walking. The lepers are cleansed. Hallelujah. He says that the dead is being raised. The deaf will hear. And the gospel is preached to the poor. That is when you know the Messiah is with you. Eric, do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Amen. That is when you know that the Messiah is with you. Hallelujah. Lighthouse evangelized in many, many, many countries and towns and cities. And the Lord is with the church. Hallelujah. The next one, Lighthouse Chapel International generates a great income for the preaching of the gospel. It generates a great income for the preaching of the gospel. Now, the gospel is not funded by anyone but you. Hallelujah. The gospel is funded by you. And it's a privilege to have the ability to fund the gospel. Hallelujah. It's a privilege to have the ability to fund the gospel. And Lighthouse generates great income for the preaching of the gospel. Amen. The next one, Lighthouse Chapel International has special ministries within the church. There are special ministries within the church. Psalm 41 and verse 1. Psalm 41, verse 1. It says, Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. And he shall be blessed upon the earth. And thou will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. If you support the poor. Hallelujah. If you support the poor, he says that the Lord will bless you. He will deliver you from your enemies. He will bless you upon the earth. Amen. Amen. 
Lighthouse Chapel International is, has a ministry to the poor. We have a ministry to the poor. Currently, we have, we have prison ministries where we, we preach to prisoners, we feed prisoners. Hallelujah. There's a large amount of money spent on prisoners. Amen. The church has a large orphanage. Has built beautiful homes for orphans. And we are not keeping them as orphans. They are there with mothers. They are there with people who are as mothers living with them in units, in complexes of apartments, living with them in a home. It's a blessing. I say it's a blessing to belong to a church like that. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to belong to a church like that. We have a ministry to the blind. Where well, now we are, what do we call the thing that the blinds? The grave. Yeah. That we are building a school where we are uh, uh, trying to get books where the blinds can also learn. Hallelujah. It is a wonderful church. I say it is a wonderful church. And I feel that you need to have knowledge about these things. Hallelujah. You need to have knowledge about these things. It provides free medical care to the poor. It, take, it, it, it invests a large sum of money in drugs, in medications to, feed, to take care of the poor. And provides surgical procedures at no cost. Say, I belong to a wonderful church. Or you don't agree with me. Oh, I belong to a wonderful church. Hallelujah. Lighthouse Chapel International builds churches for other churches. Other other poor churches or other cities and other towns where there are no churches. There are pastors who want to do the work of God and they don't have churches. The church builds churches for them. Hallelujah. Our church builds churches. I'm not talking about other Lighthouse Chapel churches. I'm talking about other churches which are not Lighthouse Chapel. We build churches for them. It's a good place to clap for Jesus. We build churches for them. It shows where our heart is. Our heart is not about competition. Our heart is about sending the gospel. Hallelujah. That is the mission of a church. Amen. And so, you see, sometimes you may wonder, you may wonder why, oh, if we are building churches for other places, why don't we build a church for ourselves? You see, that is the mentality of the church. That is the wisdom of the church. As long as we have a place to worship, we are okay. Are we not okay where we are worshiping? Is it not beautiful? Look at this place. Is it not beautiful? Yes, but there is a place where there is a pastor who wants to have a church, but there is no building. There is nothing. They meet under trees. And we build churches for such people. Hallelujah. It's a good place to come for Jesus. This is the church that you are in. This is the church that you belong to. Hallelujah. We provide free Christian literature to pastors who have no access to literature. The bishop has written many books and Millions of books are provided at no cost to pastors who want to do the work of God in different languages. Hallelujah. Because Lighthouse Chapel International is a mega church, 
there are more contacts and relationships. Hallelujah. There are more contacts. There are more relationships. There are more beloveds. Hallelujah. I say because you belong to this church, your horizon is wide. You have, you have large horizon to choose from. Amen. You can have, you can, you, there are more marriages. Please, do not limit, do not limit your, your choices to this branch. We are many branches. Hallelujah. We are many branches. We have ISI in Paris coming up. You can go to Paris. And you meet Lighthouse Chapel International. People who have been taught, people who have acquired knowledge about the love of God just like you. If you are looking for Christians who have the love of God in their hearts like you, there are many, many of them in, our, in most of our other branches. Just because the same word is taught everywhere. Hallelujah. I said the same word is taught everywhere. Oh, yes. So do not limit yourself to what you are seeing right here. Don't say that my type is not here. That's why you have to come to camps. Come, to, come for our camp meetings. You, you'll find a beloved for yourself. We have a worldwide, we are a worldwide church. Hallelujah. And the last one that I have for today, there's more, but I think our time is... Lighthouse Chapel International is a mega church and has more laborers serving God. We have more laborers serving God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, therefore, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. For as much as ye know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Hallelujah. I say your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. It is only in God that your labor is not in vain. Your labor in a hospital is in vain. Maybe you are providing, you are dispensing medications to sick people. You are giving drugs. Your labor in the world is in vain. Your labor at Verizon is in vain. Your labor at AT AT&T is in vain. Your labor as a lawyer is in vain. Your labor as a nurse is in vain. Your labor as a doctor is in vain. I say your labor as a doctor is in vain. But your labor in the Lord is not in vain. The only work that you can guarantee reward. The only work that you can guarantee that you receive reward is your labor in the Lord. I say that is the only work that you can guarantee that you will receive reward. Hallelujah. But your work with the big company that you belong, the one that you rise up every morning with pride, wearing your nice clothes and wearing your nice suit to run to, is in vain. But your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Therefore, he says, therefore, be ye steadfast. Do not be moved. Do not let anything move you. Do not let anything shake you. Do not let anything transform you from this place. Let your work in the Lord be steadfast. Let your work in the Lord be steadfast. Have faith in the church that you belong to. Understand the church that you belong to. I want to leave you with this, that we have a website that I would like all of you to visit. And know more about the church. Visit 
www.lighthousechapelinternational.org and visit www.daghewardmills.org. At the end of the service, we provide this website and you can see it. But before I sit down, I just want you to take a short look at this video. Do we have the video ready? I want you to take a quick look at a short. This is the short. Here this afternoon. Jesus Christ is not your savior. You have not given your life to Jesus. If you are here this afternoon, you want to give your life to Jesus. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to receive Christ in my life. Maybe you come to church every Sunday, but you know deep in your heart that you are very far from Jesus. You are very far from God. If you were to die today, you are not even sure where you will go. If that is you, this afternoon, I'm giving you this great opportunity. Why don't you lift up your right hand with all eyes closed, every head bowed. You say, I feel very far from Jesus. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, do not leave this place without giving your life to Christ. You may not have that opportunity again. You may not have that opportunity again. He said, be sure of your salvation. Be sure of your salvation. If that is your prayer, I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. Just lift up your right hand and I will say this short prayer with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Lift up your right hand and I will say this short prayer with you. Father, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice you made for us. Even whilst we were still sinners, Lord, you sacrificed. You laid down your life for us. We are grateful unto you. We thank you for your word that continues to light our path. We thank you, Lord Jesus. May you keep us, preserve us, deliver us from the wicked one. Deliver us from his subtlety. Deliver us from his lies. Deliver us from his deception. Deliver us from bad counseling in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from ungodly counsel. Deliver us from the counsel of the ungodly. Lord, may you keep us. May your word be a guide unto us. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.